When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like, yeah, like, it's I, I don't like the coverage stats uh, because when I'm like charting it or something like that, it's like wildly different from what PFF is saying. And I'm like, they don't run this coverage. Like, what are they talking about? So, yeah, that's that's my thing with PFF. But it's just weird, like a bad grade for a guy who has a 56 percent completion percentage. How does that make sense in their head? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, what will we grade Deion Sanders? I think about that sometimes. Sometimes when I was trying to do it's like, what will we grade Deion Sanders? You know? Well. Know. So, anyways, <laughs> we're here. Edit. Raider Nation. Tap in. Everybody. Instant we're back. reaction. Yeah. We're back, so, everybody. We are back. It is tape. Don't lie. It is your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. Uh, you know, you guys already know what to do. You know, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Hit the like button if you like. Want to comment? No, like it. Leave a comment. Dislike it. Don't leave a comment. Follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL and at BD Williams Eight T. Uh, you know, we're, we're I guess uh, Raiders fans feel a little better today um, after. All of this uh, nice little action we got today. We got, got some action, right? Maybe we should have just waited a day, you know. Uh, but uh, right. Right. It, the, the the Raiders waited till free agency started, which is interesting. They waited till free agency started, and then started making some moves. Um, so excited about what's happening. Uh, I, I am at least. I'm pretty excited about everything that um, went down today some of these players so um bd how you feeling about uh uh what happened today some of the moves so yeah today uh you know i did overreact like a fan uh uh earlier today i was um pretty pretty geeked i was pretty amped about Chandler jones you just heard me guys if you tuned in yesterday what was i saying about ngakwe i said that that's not good enough okay uh, to compete in this division, you got to have a championship level pass rush. Now you got that, I think, with Max Crosby and, and Chandler Jones. And what I love about the combination, because they're both very similar profiles in terms of like their uh, wingspan and their height and everything like that. They're just very disruptive players. And sometimes they're doing things, both if you watch these guys, they're doing things throughout the course of a game, like big time impact defensive ends do where it's just wearing down on the other team, you know? They're beating blocks, and they're shoving guys around, and maybe they don't get, like, a counting stat, right? But they occupied three blockers, and someone else came free and, and, and made, like, a tackle for a loss, right? So that's the kind of things that Max Crosby – we've seen Max Crosby do, okay? And I think Chandler Jones also will bring that the entire game. Um, it's, it's a huge – it's a huge get for the Raiders' defense. And I really think um, – you know, this whole 3-4 conversation, we got a 
260-pound defensive end, Max Crosby. And then on the other side, a 6'5", 260-pound defensive end. These are even front defensive ends. These are not droppers. They're not rush linebackers who sometimes play coverage. No, these are defensive ends. This is an even front team. Your cornerstones are even front ends. That puts this whole 3-4 conversation to rest, officially. Officially, but it's still gonna happen, so it doesn't matter. Nobody does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, they've told him that like at least eight times. They, they keep asking. It's a weird. It's and they a weird keep asking. Thing that they keep. So obviously, nobody's gonna listen. And then we, they're still having that conversation on Twitter. I still see it. Three four conversation is still out there. Yeah, they definitely play three four. Stats are standing up. Yeah, I can't, I'm so excited about this. Definitely a three four defense. Like whatever. Uh, like what are we? What are you doing? All right, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so let's start with uh, Chandler Jones. You know, that was you know. the, the big splash signing. With we'll get to the trade in a second. Um, you know, what do you think of Chandler Jones overall? We, I mean, it, his resume speaks for itself. So, I, I really don't feel yeah. like there's too much really to say about him. I mean, he's just uh, one of the best technique pass rushers you'll, you'll see, bro. I mean, like this is, I mean. It, it, this is it. I mean, I, I mean, like this is. I'm pretty hype about this because I think Crosby's motor with his motor, too. Like yes. this, that dude is always angry. He's angry about something. He's always upset. You know, you know, he, his his brother, you know, runs the family. His brother likes to punch people in the face and get punched in the face for a living. So, right, you know, it's, it's in their blood to be a little get a little rough. You know what I mean? So, it, it, it's it's something that you know you're really excited about. And yeah. he still has he still has it. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, it's one of those things where, yeah, the guys are old, and we don't like old guys, right? You know, that's, that's the that's the the movement we got. Old the older player he is, the worse he is. But so if we have to understand sometimes is when elite players last longer. Let's just let's just keep it real. They last longer. Elite players play better at 32. Dwight Freeney was like a pickup guy. Hey, hey, Dwight, Dwight come help us get eight sacks. And he would just go and help a team get, get to the Super Bowl or get to the NFC. <laughs> like he, right. he was like a pickup. He was like 36, 37, just spinning. Right. <laughs> eight sacks. I <laughs> only played playoffs. <laughs> he played the last eight games of the season. He would sit out <laughs> the week eight. Somebody come pick up. Hey, Dwight, come help. Oh, right. Right, what's up, bro? I, I got you. And he'd go get eight sacks. Yeah. Like, like these guys are just – some of these guys are just special. I mean, he just got—he had a five-sack game last year, right? And you know, he had a little bit of COVID, deal with COVID, whatever. He still ended up with ten and a half sacks. Ten and a half sacks is still productive, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's—it's this guy's—he's a premier pass rusher in every way. So this is look—he's—he's. Let's not overthink it. Let's not overthink it. He's (laughs) a premier pass rusher. He's an eventual Hall of Famer, right? Uh, Over a hundred sacks in his career. Okay, this is a Hall of Fame resume that he has. Maybe not a first ballot, okay, but let's let's yeah. not get ahead of ourselves. But you know, like this this guy has an incredible resume. Um, but then also, okay, maybe he doesn't get twenty sacks. Okay, that, that's fine. What what is he going to teach Max Crosby? Right, that's Malcolm, what we need to watch Coots. out for. Malcolm right, Coots. was he going to teach Malcolm Coots? You know, but the thing with the thing with Max Crosby and him is they have the, such similar body types. You know, the moves. I just think, look, Max Crosby, soak it in from Chandler Jones. In two years, we're seeing Max Crosby being maybe a twenty sack guy because of having a teammate like Chandler Jones. So that's what it's about. 
not not just the production that Chandler Jones is going to have, but the effect that he's going to have on the entire defense. And I think those guys still, even without the sacks, throw the sacks out. Those guys disrupt the game. They hit the quarterback. They hit him on the ground even after the ball's out. Right? They're just in, just always breathing down the quarterback's neck, hassling these guys. So throw the stats out the window. The counting stats. Who cares about? Oh, he had ten sacks. He had ten and a half sacks. He had nine. Who cares about that? These guys affect the game. They impact the game because of their constant pressure on the quarterback and just getting into the backfield. So we're going to see that also going up against Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson and Justin Herbert. We're going to see that in the division where we need it the most. Yeah, I mean, and even with the, the left tackles that are in this uh, division, I mean, the, I don't know who the Chiefs have right now. I mean, they have Orlando Brown. I mean, that's not somebody that is going to give, you know, Chandler Jones a lot of trouble. I mean, Sean Slater is still young. So he he we'll see. he is a experienced and really good pass rusher. I mean, I, I, I don't, there's no other way to explain it. I, I don't really like that dude. Slam dunk. Slam dunk. It's a slam dunk. <laughs> slam dunk. Like he's, and he's motivated because the Cardinals wouldn't pay him. He thinks the Cardinals would pay him. He he, he likes Arizona too. I you know I live in Arizona, guys. He he likes yeah. Arizona. So uh, he's he's a fan of when he wanted to stay in Arizona. Like he did not mm-hmm. want to leave. It's not a, a thing. They basically he faced. He feels like disrespected, and that's what we're getting. We're getting the disrespected guy. Mm-hmm. The guy who feels like this team that he should have played with. He should still be there, right? I mean, he helped build the foundation with the with the. Uh, um, with the Cardinals too. I mean, he's a big part of what they used to do, man. He's a big part of keeping them afloat, right? Keeping them. Well, I mean, it's like Josh Rosen, and then Josh Rosen kind of sunk everything. But you know, he he <laughs> he helped them stay afloat. I mean, he's he was a great right. player over there, and he loved Arizona, man. It's not like a, it's not like something he wanted to leave, and you could you could tell he's angry. That's why he's saying change my colors and all the other stuff. So we're getting an angry guy. We're, we're not getting we're not getting the, the old guy who just won a Super Bowl. He's coming off. Hey, I just won a Super Bowl. Hey guys, yeah, hey, come come. Uh, let's uh, let's do something over here. I, I still got a little left. No, this guy's mad. So, yeah. right. I think he's going to take it down on these other guys. Fun fact: most people probably know this by now. Chandler Jones, brother Bones Jones, MMA light heavyweight champion, also other brother. Arthur Jones also played in the NFL, was a defensive lineman for the Colts. So to your point about elite players, this is elite genetics as well. Okay, so the kind of family that this guy is coming from, where you got three uh, elite uh, athletes coming out of it, right? Yeah, 33 for him is probably like 27 for most people. You know, like that's what we're talking about, how his body feels. Uh, So, yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned whatsoever about it. And also, I think, you know, just let's look at modern medicine and guys coming back quicker than ever from injuries. And uh, so we are seeing guys being able to play longer than we're accustomed to seeing. You know, careers aren't over necessarily at 30, especially like you were saying before. Great point for elite players. Yeah. But like, let's I mean, move on. We got like other uh, guys to talk about. Too, right? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. But I'm just saying, this is like Clay's Campbell. People get mad and be like, come on, guys. I mean, yeah, some, some of these players, you just, you can't, you can't, you have to look at how they are still playing. That's, that's all I'm saying. Uh, Rocky Sin is coming to play corner for the Raiders. Uh, Unique Ngakwe was shipped out to uh, 
Indianapolis, right? He's, uh, you know, went from the desert to the cold, man. That's a cold place. I was, I was out there just a little bit. <laughs> that, that ain't no joke. That cold, no joke. Uh, so we got Unique Ngagwe moving. We got Rock Yassin coming in. Let us know a little bit about Rock Yassin, how he was, he's going to fit, and what kind of that's going to do for the scheme a little bit. Yeah, I think when he came out, it was kind of pegged. He's a, he's a zone corner. He's a cover two style of corner. I think um, – you know, like his 40 wasn't amazing or anything like that, but he's such a smart, tough, feisty football player. He's going to press you. He's going to jam you. He's going to reroute you. He's going to be super aggressive. And that's the style of play that he brought, um, you know, to the NFL so far. I've only seen like glimpses here and there through the years. I haven't got a chance so far to uh, jump into it, but, you know, we'll be getting breakdowns in these coming uh, next couple days, maybe, you know, maybe a week out. For, uh, for all these breakdowns because there's a lot on the defensive side of the ball. I was I'm so upset because I spent my entire day watching um Bilal Nichols. <laughs> so, so I can talk to you about Bilal Nichols a lot. I and mean, that's like no one cares anymore <laughs> about that. Um but Rocky Sin, uh what I love about it is he transferred from FCS. He had one more year of eligibility and he transferred from FCS to Temple. So he jumped up and then uh, you know, so usually that's like usually you don't see that someone going from FCS up, you know, um, and then not only that, but he like started immediately became a, you know, potential, you know, top 50 pick with the play that he had at Temple. So he's he's got a great back background. I don't think that he's going to back down from anyone. I think he's very similar in demeanor to Nate Hobbs, a guy who's going to tackle you, a guy who's going to be super competitive, super feisty out there also demand accountability just from what I've seen and heard of interviews about Rocky Sin. Um, you know, it, uh, it seems like he's a great leader on top of that as well. So I think it's, it's a great scheme fit from what I've seen from uh, Patrick Graham's defense. He likes to stay in too high. He likes to give his safe, uh, his corner safety help over the top so they can be aggressive, um, you know, whether they're running man or zone schemes. So Rocky Sin fits in there from that perspective, because again, this is a too high league now. AFC West, we're going to see like exclusively too high defenses. Um, so Rockison fits. I think uh, we've seen some of the Spagnolo. I think uh, we could compare him to some of these Kansas City guys that we've seen, Brashad mm -hmm. Breland, who aren't like the fastest, right? But they make really yeah. savvy plays, uh, really smart plays that get interceptions, stuff like that, especially within the division. I think we'll see that from Rockison. Yeah, uh, you know, Rocky Sin, he had a great senior bowl. That's kind of where he came up as. You know, he's 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 ascending player, got better in in the system, you know, he's developing. You know, so, you know, a lot of these players, especially playing corner, is it takes a while sometimes. You have to be patient with them a little bit with, with some of the the, the adjustments, especially because you're 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 they're playing against pros and you went to temple. I mean, yeah, you go out there, you can ball against other players in the senior bowl, but you're not seeing some of these moves that these guys have been learning from, you know, their pro trainers and their pro coaches. So yeah. it takes a little bit of development sometimes, and he's on that ascending development part of it. But, I mean, he, he is mostly his own corner. You know, people, you know, he, ha he has good press reps, right? He has he, he can press. Tell. He can press. He can press. He has good press reps, but, you know, it comes from his system. So, that's you know, you have to think about – how that's what kind of they might have brought him in for, but we really don't know what Patrick Graham's going to do. To be honest, you know, it, it all depends on how he feels about the system. Um, you know, sometimes what he, we did with the Giants, you know, they did something different with the Dolphins, but you, you could say that that's Brian Flores, right? But um, he has all those elements, though, right? 
he's just not one guy. So he might have a vision of him playing press corner, especially with the other guy at the sign that we'll get to in a second. So. Yeah, I mean, um, you can't have too many corners. And mm-hmm. Rockison definitely, he's, he's a feisty, competitive guy. Um, you know, tough guy. So love everything about that. And then also addressing the other side of it, Unique Ngakwe. We talked about it uh, a little bit on the show yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right when they signed Chandler Jones, I'm thinking, okay, Unique Ngakwe can be the pass rush specialist, but they shipped him out. Unique Ngakwe probably has, you know, probably too much pride to, like, take that, right? We, th- we talked about that. Like, sometimes yeah. the player doesn't have – he's not in that point in his career when he can take that step back and be a pass rush specialist. And I think that uh, for a playoff caliber defense – that's what the best role would be for Yannick Ngakwe, but he wants to start. Uh, so we'll see how they do uh, with him, um, you know, in Indianapolis with Gus Bradley. It's reunited over there. But, it, uh, yeah, I just didn't see the fit looking at what they asked their players to do. And Patrick Graham's defense, I didn't quite, quite see the fit with Yannick Ngakwe in terms of kind of what you need to do against the run. And Chandler Jones can do those things. He's just a, a bigger, stronger player. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's a, it's just a better scheme fit from, from that perspective. Uh, you know, and then also it helps out over there because Rocky Sin no longer a scheme fit in Gus Bradley's scheme comes over to a too high scheme. So we kind of swap bad scheme fits. <laughs> it was like, uh, Hey Gus, man, you got a bad scheme fit. We got a bad scheme fit. Let's go ahead and just make it happen. Bro. Yeah. Just right. make it happen. Right. <laughs> you know, a little, little friendly gift to Gus basically. Is what what happened there? Um, there you go. You know, it was interesting. The, uh, somebody was talking about uh, man coverage skills, man coverage grades. You know, Stefan Gilmer is third in uh, man coverage grade. So that's, that was interesting. All right, uh, Anthony Everett is coming in. You know, I know you haven't watched Anthony Everett too much, BD, but you know they play. Oh, yeah, now they play man. They play man. They play man. <laughs> cover zero. We're, we're, we're not scared. You know, like, I, I call that man football. I, yeah. I call cover zero man football. So I got we're, we're gonna play. We aren't terrified. Yeah. We're gonna come up playing the right. face. You know, you know zone cover three. zero is what you see a like a stacked high school go up against like a team that's like not quite in like not even in their league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they'll just be out there, cover zero, just blitzing the entire, and just like kill them, fifty-six to nothing. You know, like that's yeah. what that's what that cover zero is. You know, uh, so mm-hmm. to be in it that much is super ballsy. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyways, Anthony Averett comes from a man scheme. Okay, something I was sensing when I was watching Bilal Nichols was maybe this staff is going to get some of these guys and think maybe we could get more out of them than where they were before. Okay, and mm-hmm. When, I mean, I don't even know if I'll do a Bilal Nichols breakdown, honestly, yeah. uh, because Raider Nation has a hard time with negativity. And if I put something out there like that, you know, it's going to be – they're going to be talking about how Bilal Nichols sucks at this and Bilal Nichols sucks at that. <laughs> and I'll, so I'm not going to put a breakdown out there. Like It's fi- like finding a needle in a haystack, a good play of Bilal Nichols. Yeah. But you see him on the ground yeah. a little bit uh, more often. And then he makes a play. But anyways, I'm guessing with some of these, Patrick Graham is thinking, I like this guy coming out. I see how he's been used so far. I think I could use him better. I think I could get more out of him than whatever he was, you know, whatever production they mm-hmm. had out of him. 
and yeah. getting some of these guys, they're relatively young, 26, 24, 25 years old guys. They got maybe perhaps the best football ahead of them. Uh, even Rocky Sin, who's, uh, you know, he's already proven he's a starter in the NFL. But then also mm-hmm. to this guy, uh, Blaw Nichols or even Anthony Averett, those guys are like more like rotational players in the NFL so far. Maybe mm-hmm. Graham has a plan, a vision that he thinks he could take advantage of these guys' skill set and get even better play out of them. So we'll see. Uh, a co- comment I will say, I think this kind of tells us where they're going in the draft, in my opinion. I think kind of the players that they're bringing in at some of these positions. I know Rocky Sin, um, you know, he, he's definitely a developing player. But, I mean, he, he's not somebody that stop you from drafting somebody. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, um, he's not that type of player yet, right? Um, even Trayvon Mullen is not somebody to stop you from drafting somebody. So uh, unless they bring in another veteran, which is possible, right? I mean, I mean, Stephon Gilmore is not most popular pick right now. Uh, he might cost a little bit more money, but if they want to bring somebody in like that, I mean, it's going to be effective in in whatever they do, really. He's, he's still going to be, if he's not elite, he's going to be good, right? Just like kind of like Casey Hayward was. I mean, that's basically kind of the the outlook. You have to look in, look at it if you bring in Stephon Gilmore. But I kind of feel like, right, you know, you bring in, a, you bring in Nichols, right, to play defensive tackle. He, he, he doesn't really have like true starting potential, like where you want him out there every single play. Right. So that kind of tells me like they want a rotation. And then that's, that's when you start looking at the draft. Right. You start bringing in some, yes. some younger guys at the positions that can do the rotation a little bit. So I don't think they're done at defense tackle. I mean, my Matt no. Ionitis got released. I mean, that was a interesting that's release a that I saw. That's a big fit. Right. Fit. That's a big fit. So my Ionitis is still out there. You know, I still feel like they might bring back Jonathan Hankins. I still think feel that is a, is a possibility. But I, I feel like they like those players in the draft. And we talked about those, what he was talking about with hands and stuff last time. You know, I think that's what, kind of what this is telling us with the, the cornerback position and the defensive tackle. We're like, okay, we'll get some good players. We'll get some depth there. But we like what we see in the draft, which, I mean, this is that really is the best position in the draft. I mean, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with everybody. The best position in the draft with the most depth is corner, which, which bothered me because nobody at the combine was there for them. And it was all the best players in the draft. Like seven of them could go first round, right? There's a lot of them that could, some guys might jump. It, it, there's a lot of quality corners in this draft and you can get like two or three of them. You can get one that could play inside. You can get one that could play outside. You know, there's, there's a, a lot of flavors. So I see, I don't know. I, think, I don't know. Man, because uh, the first thing that I thought about when I was watching this is the volume that they have on the back end, it's like every coverage, not to man, um, yeah. and little wrinkles and every, here, here and there. You, I was like, you need veterans to do this. You know, you need a vet uh, to be able to execute this. And, you know, I think they were waiting around to see if James Brad, if they could swing a James Bradbury trade or if he got released. And it looks like he didn't get released. And then they were also maybe thinking about Stephon Gilmore, you know, but uh, but they still they got some veteran guys, even if these are still like not uh, established, like fully established NFL players like, you know, 
premier NFL players, it's still, they're still vets, you know? So yeah, may, sure. Draft the DB, but I don't think it's, you know, like a, a lock for round one. Like I think yeah. DT at this point is still like, that's in the round for round one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just think with the kind of the players they, they brought in, man, they're like, I mean, Rocky Sin is a good player, but I'm just, I mean, he's not gonna stop me from taking Elam or something like that. <laughs> it's just it by opinion. Somebody that's, you it shouldn't. That it shouldn't. Run. We'll see. We'll see. I'll we'll see though. I, I'm worried. I'm worried that this coaching staff is banking on the edge that they will bring. Is we're going to have the best coaching in the division. Yeah, they're they're, they're a little cocky. I feel it. And <laughs> yeah. So, but to their credit, they did get Chandler yeah. Jones. You don't uh, have to coach Chandler uh, Jones or scheme Chandler Jones, right? That's making your job really easy. Patrick Graham, right? Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, like, come on, what are we even doing here? This is easy, Mm -hmm. Uh, okay? But, um, you know, that being said, I think, again, going back to my previous point, Patrick Graham, I think, truly believes he can, oh, Rocky's saying he'll be a pro bowler with me, you know? Anthony Averett, like, he's going to be, you know, a great nickel corner for me, or whatever it is. You know, I think that he truly believes that. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully yeah, that yeah, cockiness, yeah. the arrogance doesn't come back to bite them. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, because because you think about it, I mean, the Patriots played this division a couple of years ago, right? I mean, I mean, they, I mean, they have all the same quarterbacks, right? I mean, besides Russell Wilson, right? Russell Wilson's come in, and I mean, yeah. they they put it on some of those teams, right? I mean, they didn't, they didn't. I mean, they they beat the Chargers, but I mean, and Justin Herbert played him again last year, and he played has probably his two worst games. Of his Ever, career, yeah, right now, you're right. True against the Patriots, right? Right, and those those are two worst games of his career. And whatever their they, their game plan to stop him is worked twice and made him play really bad, right? So uh, they they probably I, I think they have a plan to to stop these teams, and you know they are really good preparation team, yeah? and they're adjusters too. They're gonna adjust, right? I mean that, that's the that's the thing. You know, you have to realize with this team is that they're going to adjust really, really well. I mean, they're going to they might do something come with the game plan that might not work in the first quarter. They're not going to just wait till the fourth. They're adjusting <laughs> in the second, and, right. and a good vision for that is you know when the Raiders played them last the last year in 2020, and they came out passing, and then the second from the second quarter on, they just did tosses. Remember that they just tossed the ball. Yeah, <laughs> it was like 200 yards rushing or something. They never ran that that well again. So you you. You know, there's a little bit of something that's going on with this. It's like they feel like they can coach too. And, yeah. You know, that's what the offense, yeah. the offensive line is the kind of the glaring one. Like, but we'll see. It's still early. I mean, Daryl Williams is still out there. You know, um, you know, well, Lyle, uh, Lyle, uh, I forgot to ask you about Lyle too. Collins. Lyle Collins. What do you think? You're going to have to trade for him, though, at this point because they haven't released him yet, have they? No. You have to trade they him. didn't release him at I mean, 4 p.m. today. I mean, hey. I mean, yeah, that's that's an upgrade. I mean, any of those guys, Darrell Williams upgrade, Leo Collins is upgrade. Any of those guys, I mean, Brian Bulaga is upgrade. Who's this was talking about? I forgot yesterday. He's out there too. I mean, that's not a slouch. I mean, he has some injury problems, right? He has an injury last year, but he was good the year before. Brian Bulaga is a good player too. So there's good tackles still out there. I mean, there's no reason to rush. I mean, honestly, all the right tackles. Bulaga has experience in the division, at least. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. that. He has some of that yeah. experience. I, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Logan about. I, I didn't think that he had great tape. You know, I'm watching these guys beat him. Beat him up over there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I think it's time for him to get out of the division. He needs to go somewhere where the edge rushers aren't like this. And then maybe he can get another contract after this. But um, yeah, they're going to retire him if he's. Yeah, they're going to retire him if he stays in this division. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, so it's it's definitely interesting. Who, what right tackle would want to play here, though? Think about that. Who would want to go through this murderer's row? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, you're telling me they're being scared of off. They're like, like, nah, man, I, I'm good, bro. Like, no, they, what, how much you pay right. me? <laughs> right. Like, who's got to be? Right. It's everyone. Every single pass rusher you ever heard of is over here. <laughs> the damn Crazy. good point, man. That must be. Oh, man. Just, just but don't every. Correct me if I'm wrong, now. Don't reset. Every single one of these AFC West teams has a question mark at one of their tackle spots, right? It's not just the Raiders. I don't think any of them have a right tackle. There you go. None of them have a right tackle. There you That's go. A, you it, made a great point, man. Like the entire, the entire <laughs> AFC West. They got Storm Norton. We got Jackson Barton. It was a Jackson. Uh, I think it's a Jackson Barton. You know, um, uh, who's the the Chiefs' other right tackle? You know, not and no, and nobody wants to bring Eric Fisher back here. We already saw him got lifted. He gets he's get lifted up. He's not no, he's not allowed. Gone. We're not yeah. watching Eric Fisher get lifted up. No, you know what I mean. No. Uh, I mean Daryl Williams. Remmers. Yes. Yes. The Chiefs, did, but, but is he still there? Huh? For the Chiefs. Chiefs right there. Um, okay. Remmers is not good, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, yeah, so hopefully, he's hopefully right. he still is. I thought- uh, okay, no, hopefully it's still. All right, so what else we got? We got fullbacks. You know, about the, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to add that. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I, I guess I could get some offensive stuff. I mean, finally, I got some. Uh, this is all defense, man. I, I, I see the. I, I like the vision, though. That's that's the thing I always say. So what is the division? Which is to we get worst quarterback in the draft? Fullback. Tell us, tell us about this fullback. Defense, this is a unique guy. But, yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, he really is, he's just a blocking guy. I mean, he's really not that unique, bro. I mean, it's just Patriot, the the McDaniel's offense, the fullbacks, they block. They don't do anything damn else. They come out there. It's really not, you know, <laughs> you might but, get a play action. On. You might get a block. He's like, but he's like 6'3", 260, though. He's like huge. This isn't like a normal fullback. This no, is like a huge fullback. He's humongous. He, he's, I mean, but so was Devlin. Yeah. I remember, you remember Devlin. It's, yeah, it's definitely. Thing. It's yeah. the size. It's the size. That's, that's what they like at fullback. Um, and he's just they, they like battering rams because when they, when they play two running backs that are actually in the backfield and who are going to pass catch, it's going to be Drake and it's going to be Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you guys that right now. It's going to be Drake and Jacobs back there. And maybe sometimes they'll put in Bolden, who they just signed, who we talk about a little bit too, who's probably going to be the more third down back because Drake's not the best blocker because, you know, John Gruden. I don't know what he what tape he was watching when he decided to do that, but he, you could watch him on tape in Miami getting run over. So I don't know what he was thinking. And then Cliff Kingsbury wouldn't even put him out there on third down. So John Gruden's like, that's a third down back. But anyways, uh, <laughs> you know, the uh, McDaniels is like, no, he's not. I'm going to throw passes to him because he's a good pass catcher and he can make guys miss in space. That's probably the best idea to do. With Kenyon Drake, that's why he got his little money, his little, little structure. They gave him all the signing bonus because, or, you know, prorated whatever they do with salary caps. 
So they can just throw him the ball outside, you know, and get him on some wheels. We're going to see some cool wheels with him. You know what I mean? There's yeah. some, some dope wheels with him out of the backfield. He's a, they're going to match him up. I think Keon Drake's going to have a big year, in my opinion. He's just not going to have a lot of carries if, if you're looking for him. I mean, he, he might. He might. Good. But, Good. But, but it's kind of funny that they went, it's kind of funny they went for James White and they're like, ah, oh, fine. I guess we'll take Bolden. It's kind of <laughs> fine. But I mean, Bolden can teach Josh Jacobs the offense, right? And so can really Kenyon Drake, because Kenyon Drake ran this in Miami with uh with Gase. um with Gase, right? Uh Gase yeah. is a uh Erhart Perkins guy. I say Erhart sometimes Erhart Perkins. Uh he, you know, so Kenyon Drake ran before too. Right. So he could teach Jacobs a little bit of the offense too. He could teach the other guys the language, you know. Um right. so he that's a big factor why he's need that. too as well. You need that. You need somebody that can teach him the language, right? I don't know. He might not last at past training camp. We don't know. He might just teach everybody and they might just look to say peace because they already paid him. But, <laughs> it's, but it's the thing. they'll but they'll bring him back in like week 13 or something. Like that. Well, week 13. But yeah, yeah, um, but so that's why Ingles not here. Because Ingles. He can block, all right, but it's just not his forte, all right. Yeah. So you know, it's kind of it's he's a solid blocker, right? I'm not gonna say he's he'll bad. he'll get his body there. He'll yeah, he'll get his body, his body there, but he's right. not Jacob Johnson, whose job is just to run into people. It's basically like, his job. Jacob Johnson is eventually going to bulldoze. He'll get like a, yes. five targets. Yeah, he'll get like five targets, and that's why Ingles. <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, I think they set up Ingles well. To be honest, I, I think they did it the right thing because they could they could have forced him to, to do. But they could have tried to pigeonhole him, be like, let's have you do this, right? We're going to try to force you to do something that you're really not accustomed to doing, right? He's more of a move, pass catching uh, fullback. He's more of like a fullback weapon that you want to use. And, you know, that's why it's good that he went to the Dolphins. Uh, It's good for him. He's going to get some action there, I think, over there. So, um, I mean, because he's got a guy who knows how to use him. Right, um, McDaniel's wasn't going to use him. Right, it just that's just the way it is, man. Like, it, it, and I, you know, something that upsets some he people. He has, but, yeah, yeah. For it's, his career, like though, use check light. It's like diet use check, right? Exactly. So, so, so for his, so for his career, it's the best thing that they could have did. For sure, for for, for him, sure, to kind of let him go. And he got, and then Michael Daniels like who who oh, and then picked him right up. <laughs> Yeah, right. He made there the you go, there you go. <laughs> May even called John on the side. John was like, "Yeah, I know, you know, <laughs> I can't do the voices, but whatever." All right. Uh, any last thoughts? I mean, it was, was it, you know, besides those two backs, uh, uh, they're asking no you about other... linebackers, bro. They're asking you about linebackers. You can give us your thoughts. I, they, they they want some linebackers in here. I know it's a big. Oh, what's people the think We have a a huge need at linebacker. I see, you know, they, I see a lot of questions about it. Just around. So look, at this point, I, I could look, we got Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. We could play a five zero six. Okay. No linebackers for all I care. Straight up. I do not care anymore about the linebackers, the alignment. It really does not matter. They will be able to do whatever they want. Uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a horror show for these defensive uh for these offensive coordinators for trying to figure it out. Like go go through a Patrick Graham, like go through his fronts that you'll see, and you're seeing a lot yeah. of weird exotic stuff. Okay, now that you have two pre, and he never had edges. He no, never no. had edges. We have it's to do the Russell Wilson game. I'm sorry, we got we got to do like a Russell. We're gonna Wilson do the Russell Wilson game. game. Yeah, we have for to sure. do it. We have to do it. 
because now he's in division. We have to do that game because that's like one of my. It is the, the the way they did stunts in that game because the way they adjust their lines because he's short to help him get passing lanes and the way they attack them and that's how yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to use Russell Wilson. You have to give him passing lanes. Like you you cannot you cannot just expect him just to throw over the middle of the field without the passing lane. So just the way they used him and whew, and that was with like just just having Leonard Williams. <laughs> and he he right, used Jesse. Leonard Williams that game. Leonard Williams was all over the place, standing up, all over the place. He's over here. He's over there. You know. Yeah. Because you know Russell Wilson wants to throw the ball fifty times. And let's go. Oh yeah. So now it, this is this is going to be terrifying oh. for sure. They're they're going to be Max Crosby <laughs> and and uh, Chandler Jones are going to have like five snaps a game. Maybe like three to five snaps a game where they rush on the same side. Okay, and like. Guaranteed, there will be like a hundred percent success rate for the defense in those situations. They're just gonna like they're gonna move Chandler Jones. Like Chandler Jones is gonna be walking around. Like just right. some player, right. he's just gonna be walking around. And you know, yeah. what is he gonna do? Is he gonna drop? Is he gonna come at you? He's gonna like drop like twice in like a game. One game, yeah. he's gonna drop twice, and that's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need. It's always gonna be in the scouting report. After that, you just gotta drop once every four weeks for it to be in the scouting report. That's it. That's very exciting because he's, yeah. he's, he's a defense. All right, we're almost He is a defensive line coach. End of the day. Yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> man. All right, I'm all right, guys. Uh, about we appreciate we, we appreciate you guys um, listening. Of course, you got to have some breakdowns coming, guys, of everything. Um, you know, uh, we get some offensive stuff. I'm doing some offensive stuff right now, and then you know, of course, we got the defensive breakdowns. Uh, and then you have the articles coming. You know, we whole bunch of content from us, guys. Be on the lookout. Uh, we appreciate you, all you guys listening. Uh, ask questions. Uh, you know, probably won't get your questions today. You're kind of in a little bit of a rush today, but appreciate all you guys coming in. We got 335 people today, man. That's a lot, bro. Let's, let's go. Hey. We appreciate you guys. Right. So I just want to say that. Appreciate you guys. Even, you know, you guys, people, you know, the trolls, you guys want to come troll us. That's great. We appreciate you. And yes, I got more draft videos coming. We're doing it. I got more drafts videos coming out I make sure we can start pumping those out you know free agency just kind of takes part for you know the free agency week kind of takes it right and you know we'll get past that a little bit um but we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving yes we have merch pepe yes we do have merch go to uh go ahead. do you do have a, do you have a <laughs> look at this guy's avatar uh pepe <laughs> Biden. that's pretty good uh, uh yes we do have merch, uh, i'll sir. put the, i'll put the link i'll put the link in the description finally for like the first time like i always say okay. i do it and i never do it so i'll, I'll put the link in the description uh okay. the, we, we have to we have to figure out which merch store we're gonna we have a couple storefronts yeah. i think right now in the in the in production so we'll figure that out but thanks again Raider nation i'll let you peace out we'll, guys. we'll stay on top of this trust me the breakdowns are coming yeah, we got you. We got you.